What's happening? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. We're watching that show, Station Eleven. You watching it? Yes. What do you think? I'm 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 invested now, so I'm going to the end. Yeah, me too. I'm too far in. I have to know things, but me it too. was a it was a slow burn. Me, yeah, and I love. It's a show on HBO Max. It's about a pandemic that comes in. It's a flu and it kills a bunch of people. And it's they decide how do they want to make Earth. Yeah. And it bounces back in. I don't know. It's eerie. The thing is, I like to watch things while I'm multitasking and doing other things. And this show is very difficult to Mm -hmm. do because, like you said, the bouncing back and forth in time and figuring out when it is, is difficult to me. I started to just focus on what they're wearing. I don't want to (laughs) rate it now, but I'm only giving it, if I were to rate it, about a 2.5 out of 5 right now. It may get better. I don't love it as much as I should. Um, And I told everybody I was going to start watching that show. And so other people are watching it too. Yeah. And blaming me. I was like, when I told you that, I didn't start watching it yet. Well, I started watching it because of you. I don't blame you. I actually give it at least a three. Mike, do you watch this show? No. Seems like a show you'd like. Nah. You don't even want to watch? You don't like that? I haven't heard good things about it. You haven't? No. And you guys aren't really selling it that well either. Well, (laughs) (laughs) hey, I just gave it a three. I'm going to finish it and I'll let everybody know. Um, Outside of TV shows, though, Mike did a, a podcast about movies that are coming out this year the most anticipated movies of 2022 mike what movie are people looking forward to the most this year probably the new batman with robert pattinson yeah i'll watch that i like all the batmans batman ba- <laughs> plural <laughs> i don't know which one it would be about yeah is this one supposed to be dark yeah very dark very violent oh that comes out march 4th okay what else top gun 2 oh, it's been wait. delayed for like almost three years now it's been delayed since 1989 <laughs> is tom cruise still in it yes yeah okay. eh. I don't really care that much about Top Gun 2. I care. When is it? It comes out May 27th. I already knew that, but I wanted other people yeah. to know. <laughs> what else? And then the new Avatar, Avatar 2, comes out in December. Oh, oh no. I do do not, not make really. a... Oh, you're going to not really Avatar 2 when he Avatar 1, one right? you made us go to the theater and watch it for homework. Yeah, it was the biggest movie of all time at the time. Yes. It was a cultural phenomenon, and I went to and watched it. And we all had to go, yes, that's true. But it was also 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still holding on to that one. <laughs> When's that come out, Mike? Uh, December. Okay. Right It'll never come out. If it's a year away, we're never going to see this movie. <laughs> I don't think it actually exists. I think they just keep saying it's going to come out, but I don't think it actually exists. Um, speaking of movies, a record number of Americans avoided movie theaters last year. A record high 61% of Americans did not step foot in a movie theater at all last year. A new poll reveals. And here's why. Not just the pandemic. As far as people not wanting to be around other folks, movies are starting to be made readily available to us at home, even big ones. I don't want to go to a movie theater and sit with people on their phones the whole time, little fireballs in their hands or you can't focus, or they're like, like if if people are going to talk during a movie, I want it to be me talking in my own house. So yes, the movie theater, for the most part, is dying as to what we used to know it as. It will always exist in some way. There will not be as many theaters as there used to be. People like Mike D keep it in business. He yep. goes every night. <laughs> every night, 7 o'clock, he goes to the movies. Out of boy. Yeah, I think the last time we all went was for Mike D's birthday. We watched Fast and Furious 17, and it oh, was gosh. a turd. No, that was, that was one of the it. worst movies I ever saw. <laughs> what was the real number? Nine? Nine. Oh, gosh. What was it called? Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I remember watching this going, I saw Fast and Furious 1 and 2, and they weren't as kooky. The, like the new ones, like make fun. Uh, 
I don't know if they're making fun of themselves or not. It's kind uh, of a parody of themselves. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Batman, I'll watch. Avatar, I don't think we'll ever. Ha- you heard me say it. It will never come out. Okay. okay. They'll delay it again. <laughs> when I read these mailbags, people do write, hello. This one has big O's and little O's. Mm-hmm. So when I read this. Oh, oh, oh. You're not just saying that? No, I'm not just saying it. <laughs> and I don't know how it started a long time ago, but people write these emails like this. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, oh, 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 Bobby Bones. We are about to close on our first house. During the inspection, 12 cop cars rolled up to the house next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. One of the cops came over to our house and asked the inspector if he knew anything about the neighbors. The cop told him there was a murder-suicide there this morning. Is this a sign? Should we bail or stay? We really love this house. If we back out now, we lose our $4,000 earnest money. If we stay, it will always be eerie, thinking that people died right next door. What would you do? Love the show, Lily and Brandon. Well, what I do first is you can look and you can get on the internet and you can see what the crime is in a neighborhood, a town. And if there's nothing that sticks out, I'm not going to let something that happened at a house next door affect me buying this house. If it happened in the house I was buying, I'd probably consider it. But even then, I I just asked for a discount. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I really wouldn't. If this is just something that happened in another house and it's not like, you know, there's a neighborhood full of people selling drugs or... Well, it seems, murder-suicide seems contained. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's in that house. It was a sad situation there, but not like someone broke in and... No, no chance I would give up my $4,000 earnest money, nor would I give up this house that I love if this is something that just happened in this one place and isn't, you know, something happening in the neighborhood regularly. If there's murders every third house, yeah, I'm probably not going to get that house. But I had a murder-suicide, like eight houses from me here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right when you moved here. Not in this house where I live now, but... When I moved to Nashville. Oh, I forgot about that. And the guy was running around with a gun (laughs) in the streets. Or like a bow and arrow or something. Whatever it was, he was hiding in the woods. And I didn't move out eventually. I moved out like three months later, but I didn't move out eventually. <laughs> it was crazy too because you moved to that neighborhood because you're like, I, I, I researched the safest neighborhoods in Na- all of Nashville and that one popped up and then it was like, Murder suicide. Guys, there have been, been two murders in that neighborhood since. There was a helicopter. Yeah. There was a helicopter over my house. And I was like, what is happening? And then you start to get texts. Hey, I don't leave your house. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, some dude just killed and he's on foot. What? So I'm out the window. They're ready. But I'm freaking out because I've had issues similar to me. Never been murdered, obviously. I wouldn't be here right now. But if I had people break in, you know, attacked at work, et cetera. But I am not giving up this house if that's an isolated incident. So Lily, Brandon, stay the course. Heck, ask for a discount now. Hey, while I was there, 12 cops came rolling up. Yeah. I don't I don't know that they'll offer a discount because it happened to your neighbor. Hey, $49.99, maybe you get that yeah, off. Come on. Any discounts at discount. <laughs> uh, Lily, Brandon, stay the course. Isolated incident doesn't mean you need to give it up. Thank you for the email. Thank you for emailing. And you can email us anytime. Morgan, what is the email address if people want to send us a note? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. In Utah, a person who works at a phone store is in trouble because they stole... 
pictures from the phone of people they were supposed to be helping. An unnamed woman went to the store looking to change out her phone, but this guy, Marvin, said, hmm, let me look into this. Went, took all of them. And there were some, you know, pictures of her... Yeah. Whatever she Is was that doing. his real name, yeah. Marvin? Yeah. Oh. I didn't say his last name. Yeah. I don't know why I'm respecting it, but I just... Uh, the woman's daughter also received photos because their AT&T accounts were linked, which is where the call to cops came into the picture. Cops were able to trace the unknown number to Herrera. Well, that would be his last name, Marvin oh, Herrera. Him. Yeah. And then paid him a little visit at his workplace. After reportedly refusing to provide any information, he said, I better talk to somebody and was arrested. This is from Fox Business. But yeah, uh, looks like he took the photo. I mean, I that, hope, that's the risk when uh, yeah. you give people your computer or your phone. I hope other people hear this that work in these jobs. He got arrested. Mm-hmm. You're going to jail. Because, uh, listen, all my nakies in my phone of me. <laughs> how, many are, how many are those? That's the whole film roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You have a whole category. Yeah, no, it's all of them. I don't keep anything in my phone unless it's me naked. <laughs> I do it just as a joke to see if it, all right, man, will you, uh, will you nobody, take this? Nobody and nobody it's all, everywhere I go, no one takes a single picture. Oh, come on, man. Do you steal at least one of them? Uh, no, but really, that is an invasion of privacy. And all jokes aside, that stinks. That's awful. That that stinks. And there are creepos out there for sure. I mean, don't they take some sort of an oath when they take? A I don't job? think so. I don't think <laughs> to work should... at an AT and T store, you take an oath. I, Marvin Herrera, <laughs> promise to. No, I don't think so. Oh, I would think they would. They have to sign something. Here's what I think they should do. Kind I don't of... think you should be able to get in anybody's phone or computer by yourself. Ooh. It, should, it should always be two people. Like when you're at the doctor. That's it. Like if if I go to a male doctor, there's always a female in the mm. room. Yes. And I don't think you should be able to, if it is two people, it can't be your best buddy. Because <laughs> you, know yeah. you know Marvin and Henry are rocking right. up there. Oh, you take this one, I'll take that one. Poor so, Marvin and Henry. No, what? not poor no, Marvin. Not, not yeah. those Marvin. Not, yeah. not the ones in the story, but. Yeah, no BFFs can do this together. Yeah. But it should be two people. Uh, let's talk to JD in Alabama. On the show yesterday, we were talking about how somebody put SOS in the snow. Uh, tell me something yeah. good. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't think SOS stands for anything. And then you guys were like, it stands for Save Our Ship or whatever it was. Hey, JD, what do you want to say? I was just calling to let you all know, I teach a Science, Singles, and Codes Merit Badge uh, for scouts down here in Prattville, Alabama. And it's a common mistake that people believe it stands for anything. SOS is simply the three simplest letters to communicate in Morse code and over time has just become the international signal for emergency need help. But they, it doesn't stand for anything. It's just the three simplest letters in Morse code. Oh. Wow. Shocker. Bobby was right. Bobby was right. Hey, but here's the thing. I'd like to show you my growth. Because when I was told something else, I was like, you know what? I could be wrong. Yeah. And I backed off of it. So let's celebrate me for a second. For Good, job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Wait. So, yeah. So it's because SOS is like short, like, or whatever Morse code is. I That's wonder, Morse I don't know, code. what it is. what is SOS in Morse code? Hey, J.D., can you do Morse code on your tongue, <laughs> SOS? Well, you can do Morse code on basically anything. It's just dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. Oh, wow. There you go, SOS. You can use it with lights. You can do it with horns. You can do it however you want to. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to use Morse code to get out, like, please help me, and nobody knew what you were doing? Uh, for- or bl- mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never been in a situation where I've had to use it, much less needed it. So, nah. There was a story around Christmas time about a kid who was on Santa's lap, and he couldn't hear, so he communicated in sign language. And people didn't know what he was doing in the picture because it's like a picture with him and Santa, but he was doing help me with his hand because he was scared of Santa. Oh. Oh. 
and he's like crying because he's like four, but he knows Aww. help me and he's doing help. And you're like, ah, oh, that's a funny picture. <laughs> but someone's like, no, he's saying help me with his hand that's in so sign language. Sad. Yeah. Uh, JD, I appreciate that call, man. I hope you have an awesome morning. Yeah, thank you very much for taking my call. Y'all too. All right. See you later, buddy. Uh, Frank in Tucson, Arizona is on the phone right now. Frank, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? So last week you guys were talking about four-wheel drive and getting to work, and it just kind of – I was. you guys helped me get to my hour and 15-minute drive each morning, and I think Amy mentioned about pushing the snow button on her dash for four-wheel drive. Normally that's just to turn your air conditioning on, which might account for why your windows were getting all fogged up. Is there any chance, Amy, you think you're driving a four-wheel drive, but actually you're turning the air conditioner on? No, I know for sure. I know what you're talking about, like, that would be up there, but this is down by my other controls, and it. I definitely pressed it, and my car did something, like, and then I was good to go. She's like, sure does feel a lot chillier in here. <laughs> it wasn't the air conditioner. That's funny, though. All right, Frank, appreciate that call, man. Have a great day. Okay, and, and that was the worst morning corny joke ever. Yes. Dang, Frank, you're yeah. just like assuming I don't know what a snow button is and that I have bad jokes. Yeah. Well, no, we, again, on yesterday's show, we did say, wow, that was really subpar. Can you promise us a better one later this morning? Yeah. Can you already did here. If, if not, if it's not better, baloney sandwich? Yeah. No. Can Frank leave us on a positive note? Frank, can you tell us something good? Yeah, let's start something new. Goodbye, studio. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the best he's got. Hey, Bye. he tried. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Frank. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, there he is, Frank, everybody. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Miranda Lambert, Jack Ingram, and John Randall's The Marfa Tapes is getting a documentary on Paramount+. Plus. Fans will get some insight and behind the scenes of how the album was made. The Marfa Tapes will debut on the streaming service on January 20th. Tim McGraw talked about riding horses for the filming of the TV show 1883. Just about every scene I shot with my horse, he was trying to throw me in the middle of the river. I had one scene where my horse is rearing up, his hooves are slashing in the air, and my hat falls. I catch it and put it back on. It shows the chaos and the danger and the precarious situation that everybody was in. Maren Morris shared her favorite Super Bowl snack. I love a charcuterie board. I mean, if there is any cheese board near me, I will be eating it and then sneaking back over to it four or five different times and it'll be gone. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Nine-year-old Tristan Cook, he's the oldest of four siblings and he's sitting at home while mom is napping and they're watching a movie on TV and he hears a pop coming from the office room and then he starts smelling smoke. So he goes, uh, let me go check that out. He gets up from the movie, checks it out. And yeah, there's a full fire going on in the house. So Dang. he wakes mom up, gets the kids out of the house, gets the mom out of the house. And in two, within two minutes, when the fire department got there, the house was fully engulfed. And he saved everyone's life, basically, just by waking mom up and getting the kids out. But look, I started thinking... I mean, if there was a good Disney movie on, I don't know if my kids would even, they would probably be, and if I was napping, they would probably be like, dad, dad, something's burning in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, wake up. They would not get up to see what it was. Did the story say what the pop was? No, they just said it was, I mean, I'm assuming it was the office room. It could be an electrical fire from the office. Just crazy. Something randomly that was plugged in. I know it. Just caught on fire. I got a message from a listener talking about how they left their uh, dryer lint full and they kept drying clothes and that caught on fire. And cut their house on fire. Gosh. That scares me. And that's not probably common. 
But I guess let's PSA this: clean your dryer lint out. Yeah, yeah. man. Because when I do, I don't ever do it. And so you it's, should do it every time. But how often are? <laughs> oh, let's answer both of these questions. Okay, yeah. How let's... often am I drying clothes? Not very often. <laughs> there you go. Uh, second of all, when I do, I don't. I forget to do it. Yeah. And I, and even when I was washing and drying clothes every day, I would forget to do it, and then I'd peel it back every day, and it'd be like a basketball size. <laughs> oh gosh. When I was living by myself and I had to use the dryer, that's how I'd also uh, iron clothes. You oh, throw in the dryer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Eddie. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, the average guy thinks he's a blank. Average guy. Amy, go. Average guy thinks he's a six? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm about a 6.5. If you were to ask me, I've always said I'm about 6.5. But on a scale, the average guy thinks he's a 5.99. Oh. So basically a six. Yeah. So if someone says, if someone were to come to you and say, hey, Amy, you're around a six, would you be insulted? A little bit. I'll be honest, Amy. Amy, Be honest. honest. and, And were you insulted? I mean, no, no, because I don't put. I, where do I put myself? Like I don't, put, I don't like numbers or ranking. But we, because on our show from listeners, I've been ranked a one or a okay, ten. okay. And so six is about right. No one's ranked you a one. Yes, are you kidding? No one's ranked you yes, a one. Amy, those are haters, Amy. Oh yeah, they okay. exist. The average guy thinks they're about a six. Let's be honest. Okay, we need. Truth serum. I don't want to play this game. You're going to make me rank the boys on the show? Now I going to make oh, the I boys rank themselves. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. But Amy can rank us nope. too. Eddie. Yeah. Well, honestly, truth serum. What do you truth rank yourself? Truth serum. What do you rank yourself? I just drank it. And, and look, I'm a good looking dude. So <laughs> so I'm going to say I'm a seven. A wow. solid seven. Wow. I, I'm not Brad Pitt, obviously, okay. but I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty good looking guy, I think. Okay. I would give myself a 6.5. Okay. Do you think that you're better looking than me? No, I think we're about the same. <laughs> See, you're laughing at me. I, that was Amy. That was Amy who laughed. That was Amy who laughed. Amy, Amy. You were laughing. I'm smiling because you're my friend. <laughs> I, I laughed. Just, I just I smile because you're... Look, listen, people, looks are relative. Yeah, but that's what we're talking about here. We're talking... Yes. How you okay, see yourself. but like, yes. so yes. you and Eddie, his wife thinks She's he's beautiful. hotter than you. Oh, exactly. Ask my wife. She'll pick... I'm a 10 and you're a 1. I don't know why we got to do that. <laughs> okay, uh, Raymundo, be honest. Raymundo is our audio producer. Kind of looks like Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Raymundo, what do you think? I would say eight five, and if I was taller, I'd probably be nine five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's crazy. You think you're an eight and a half? Yeah, I honestly do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lunchbox. Here we go. Well, I mean, I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror, and I'm like, dang, that is one good-looking dude I'm looking back at, and I'm a 10. I mean, I got my shirt off looking in the mirror, and I'm like, that's a 10. That's what all the ladies love is me, and that's why I'm a 10. Okay, so... See, there's no truth serum in that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the, the average here. So Lunchbox thinks he's a 10. <laughs> Raymundo thinks he's an 8.5. I think I'm a 6.5, and Lunchbox... Or Eddie. Wait, and Eddie thinks he's a 7. seven. Solid. Okay, 14, 15. Of everyone, 20, Bobby, you rate yourself the lowest. 32. Okay. This show averages thinking they're an eight. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> but an look eight. at our show. Come on. Yeah, look at our show. <laughs> but if we took a group picture, guys, wouldn't everybody be like, hey, those are some good looking dudes? I don't think so. No. I think they'd be like, That's some average. <laughs> right down the middle, bunch dudes. Bunch of average guys. Oh, the okay. fact that you guys think you're a seven and eight, not, not a seven, a seven I can get. Eddie. Thank you. An eight point five and a ten. Like, Wait, that's, why is that, Ray not at eight point five though? It's a, 
I, 8.5 is like a model. You think Ray's at 8.5? Ray's a model. When has Ray modeled anything ever? <laughs> yes. 10 uh, years ago? In that guy's when he got basement. tricked by some dude who never released the pictures? <laughs> yeah, it was for like the Limited or Express or something. Ray. Yo. Do you think you could be a model right now? No, I got to lose some weight. And all the models are tall. There's honestly not a market for shorter dude models. Yeah, but so that's what's were, holding me back. That one photo shoot you did, you were laying down. Yes, it didn't matter. Yeah, the guy who, I know. But that photo was shoot my, was creepy. <laughs> and it wasn't real. The guy tricked him. And it's also when I lived in Texas, I was the tannest I've ever been. And I was in my prime. I was in my 20s. So that was the best shape of my life. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. Lunchbox says he's a 10. Ray says he's an 8.5. Eddie says he's a 7. I say I'm a 6.5. <sighs> Okay. Hey, thank you guys for having your truth serum and yes. bringing that to thank the show. Thank you for asking. Oh, man. Okay. Let's go talk to Marshall, who is on the phone right now and needs a little bit of advice. Hey, Marshall, good morning. Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Oh, I've been having a really rough time with my in-laws, getting to where they're, you know, calling me names, calling me, you know, using profanity towards me about every night. It started as a joke, and I was like, okay, yeah, ha-ha, funny. But now that it's continuous every night, it's starting to bother me. And instead of standing up for me, my wife looks at me and says that I'm being dramatic. And huh. if I stand up for myself to them, because we live in the house that they own, then they'll threaten to kick us out. So I yeah, that, don't know what to do. That's a situation if you're in their house. Uh, I was going to ask you, how? Co- why are you seeing them every night? We uh, we live literally right next door, unfortunately. <laughs> Does anyone have issues with their in-laws? No. no. That th- th- they could lend mm. to this? Oh, my gosh. I'm like the opposite of this. Sorry. Yeah. Here's what I would say, Marshall. Um, you have to set some sort of boundary with them, and then if they break it, you have to make it a, you know, then it's time to make a decision. But do they know that you're upset, that they, they're constantly making fun of you, calling you names, making you feel uncomfortable? Yeah, and I've, you know, I've been just staying quiet, and then New Year's, I just kind of broke and kind of snapped on them a bit and explained to them, you know, once a few times is jokingly, but continually it's starting to bother me and hurt my feelings, and the response I got was, stop being a little, you know, mm. B-word. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's awful. So I Did- turned around and just walked, walked, walked out and went home. Do you have the the finances to be able to get your own place? We're we've been trying to get our own house, but the house that she wants, uh, the guy's going through a divorce, and so we can't even get a price from him. It's a tough situation. Here's what I would say: first of all, I think you have to communicate your feelings about how upset you are before you snap, because when you snap, it also puts them in defense mode. Uh, maybe they don't know just how much this is hurting your feelings, and maybe they do and don't care, but. I would have a conversation with them whenever you aren't being emotional. And if they say again, oh, we don't care how you feel like that. You're being a little B word. But okay, that's fine. Then you have to figure out a way to to make sure this relationship isn't as close to you every single night as it is right now. If that's you have to find another place to live, you just can't remain miserable because that's what's happening right now, right? Every, every evening, you know you're going to go over to their house and have dinner and they're going to make fun of you and you're going to be miserable. Am I right there? Yes, sir. Okay, you have got to make sure that doesn't happen. That doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow, but you've got to start figuring out a way to get out of this because this is a very toxic environment and it's also going to affect your marriage with your wife and not just them. 
Like that's going to come into your home. It, it already has. She yeah. says stop being mm-hmm. whatever she's saying. Um, so you've got to figure out how to, and if anything, you can avoid them. You can not go to dinner at the house. You can tell your wife, I don't feel comfortable going over there and eating because all they do is make fun of me, be mean to me, um, and, and you know create the boundary yourself there. But you got to find a way to get out of that house if they're treating you like that because they can hold that over you. Well, it's not easy, and I know that it, there's just not money growing on trees, but your quality of life is extremely important, and it sounds like that is suffering because of how they're treating you. Amy, anything you want to add here? No, I just definitely wanted to highlight to process his feelings and talk them through with his wife and with the parents separately and then maybe even together if need be. But yeah, before it gets to a snap situation, because when you snap, it's already gone too far in your head and then you're like, it's not a rational place to be. So for either group, right? Because you snapped and you're using that part of your brain that's that's fight or flight. And then they are too now because you just snapped on them. So nobody is in a good place to have any sort of communication at all. So Marshall, do that. Have a talk when times are good. You don't have to do it tonight when when everybody's laughing about something. And be like, hey, can I also bring this up? Because if you do it when it's good, you may actually get more out of it. And if you don't, hit me back. We'll see what we can do. All right. I appreciate Uh, it, Bobby. All right, buddy. See you later. Eddie, what do you think about that? You you, you have in-laws. I mean, I haven't had problems with my in-laws, but I've had to do this with my parents, where my parents were being mean to my wife. And, and, oh. and I had to stick what? in like I had I had to stick up for my wife and I had to. And that was the game changer. When I went to my parents and said, hey, like you need to treat her with respect like she's the mom. And it was like when we first had our first kid and they were they wanted a parent. They were the grandparents, very intrusive, very opinionated about things. And my wife felt like, hey, this is my child. Like I get to make the decisions. And when I stuck up to my parents, they changed. And yeah. that was the last of that. Well, Marshall, maybe it's your wife that you need to convince to go fight for you then. It's her family. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, really be like, hey, let's go. I'll wash dishes every night for a month. <laughs> I need you to go in there and you make them stop. I think it seems, I don't know the dynamic for sure, but it's her parents. And so maybe that's the environment in which she grew up and she's used to. And that's why she's like, stop dramatic. being dramatic. Yeah. So you also have to understand where she's coming from. And you could even voice that. Be like, hey, look, I, maybe this is what you're used to. But when this happens to me, it makes me feel this way. And like, we're, we're partners, we're together. I've got your back, you've got mine, right. and I really need your help with this. I can also tell you, though, because I can, I can tell by his voice, he, he's growing up or lives in a place like where I grew up, and there's no room for emotions. There's no room for sensitivity. Right. Yeah. And that's going to be a struggle, especially if you're a dude. We're, we're, you know, where I grew up, you weren't allowed to be sensitive. You know, it's, it's country, it's men are masculine. Feelings? Boy, shut up. You know, it's that kind of environment. So the one person you can't have feelings with is your wife. You know, maybe you need her to go play fullback. Do you get it? No. Run, block like for football. you. Run him over. Got it. Cl- clear the hole, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, he may not know football yeah, analogies. He does. Trust me. He knows. <laughs> okay. He knows. He knows. He knows. All right. Thank you for the call, Marshall. Hope you worked that out, man. This is a very interesting voicemail, and I wanted to play it for you guys right now. I was listening to the podcast, um, Best Bits of the Year and Best Challenges, and Lunchbox kept saying how he has such bad luck. And does he not remember when he, like, broke the mirror and, like, did all the bad luck things? Like, I feel like that's maybe a correlation. Yeah, he walked under a ladder on the air. He broke a mirror on the air. He walked by a black cat on the air. Because he didn't believe any of this right. stuff. Right, right. And he's also had terrible luck, although his terrible luck is not terrible luck. 
He's got a great job. He's healthy. Great family. He's killing right. it. Right. He just focuses on the negative things. Like, if he doesn't win the lottery, that means he has bad <laughs> luck. Lunchbox, what do you want to say about this? I have terrible luck. The wheel lands on me. I never win anything. Like, when the, the Christmas gifts, I didn't get anything good. I got all crap. All my luck is bad, 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 bad luck. But can I say that you also bought crap? Like, you got Abby a used book that cost $7. It was also an insult to her. You give out bad but then when you get bad back, you're like, I don't understand it. No, I don't understand how you guys saying helping Abby chase her dreams is giving a crappy gift. If that's if you want someone to chase your their dreams and that's being crappy, then I'm a crappy person. Crap on me. Okay. <laughs> you okay. ever hear the phrase, yes, you reap what you sow? Yeah, I don't really know what that means. Make the bed, you lie in the bed you made, whatever that one is. I, I don't ever make my bed. <laughs> okay. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So this woman posted about how she was so desperate to use the bathroom recently at home, but her boyfriend was using it. They only had one restroom, so she resorted to using her cat's litter box. <laughs> Why not go in the sink? I can think of like five other places immediately yeah. that you could... Oh, that's awful. <laughs> she said she cleaned it up afterward, but her boyfriend was disgusted. The sink, the shower, the backyard. I can mm-hmm. think of about three places immediately. The washer. I mean, but if you think about it, oh, it makes sense. that's an interesting sense. one. I never thought about the washer. I mean, you no, you do not use the bathroom <laughs> in the washer. That does not sound good. All right, maybe it's yeah. a bad one. And like for a girl, she like climb up on top. But I, don't, I need to know which one does it say? What do you mean? One or two. Oh. It, I, I would assume litter boxes. I think it was one. I mean, one would overflow the litter box, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. That's Listen, weird. That's weird. She probably has a cat fascination. As a cat mom, no. I could see <laughs> how this becomes an option for you if you're looking at the litter box and you know it will absorb. Can I talk about your cat for a second? Yeah. It doesn't do anything. It's awesome. It doesn't come when you call it? No, that part's a little annoying, but... Yeah, I, I was like, kitty, kitty, kitty. Can't even look at you. Oh. You have to go grab it, scare it, and then bring it over to you to <laughs> scare it. Yeah, because it doesn't want to be picked up. No, no, that's when it doesn't want to be picked up. If it if it wants to be around you, she'll come be around you, and then she's cuddly and sweet. But it's about half of the day. Half the day she wants to be left alone. The other half she wants to get all cuddly. Amy's cat was in a full Santa costume that she had had her in. Oh, and I was like, oh man, the animals in clothes. That's tough for me because I know they don't want to be in clothes. So then Amy's dog started to eat the Santa costume, and I let it. I was like, go to town, buddy. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. I hear like a crunch, crunch, and I look over, and Kara's eating the belt buckle. But I did go, hey, you should stop. You should stop. And, you know, the dog never stopped. No, you didn't. Now the Santa costume's ruined. We'll have to get a new one next year. All right, so Bobby, I know you struggle with sleeping at times, and you do all the right things. Like, you have a great bed, you're proactive, Mm -hmm. but... You're long past your best sleep age because apparently we get our best sleep. (laughs) Newborns. When you come out of your mom. (laughs) Nope, age 24. That is when we sleep like a baby. Why does it say? It's just when they did a sleep study, it was a survey that was done and you're not in school anymore. So you're like fresh out of college. Maybe you don't have kids yet. You're in that in between. So that's when you're getting your best sleep. So that's why. And then I have the top reasons that we stay up at night if you are, you know, unable to go to sleep. And it's too much screen time, worrying about money, the temperature of the room, work stress, and the number one thing is family or relationship stress. Uh, My top two would be one more episode. So screen screen time. time. Or the game's not over yet. Screen Screen time. time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, what else? All right, so some guy went out for a beer run last week in Nashville in the snow, but Jimmy Allen was out and about, and he was able to help the guy get unstuck. And then when Jimmy got back in his truck, he posted a little funny rant about it. Help this one guy get unstuck earlier. I said, man, where you going? He said, I'm running to the store to get some beer. Boy, you had two days to get beer. More of the story is be prepared. Preparation matters. Yeah, so yeah, more, get your beer. Load more, up on beer before. <laughs> moral of the story is, yes, we had a heads up. I can relate to Although that. Although I can relate to, not to the beer, but we didn't have everything we needed. I didn't either. I had to go to the grocery store in the you know, snow. Luckily, I had my snow button, so I was good to go. But I could have ended up on the side of the road because I needed milk and eggs and bread. I never felt more strong and manly and masculine than pushing. We were two and there were people stuck. I know you've mentioned And it I was like, the twice. Times. Uh, and this girl, <laughs> let me say this, though. She was screaming in her car. Oh, no. They were spinning. And she was stuck. And she was, like, screaming and hitting stuff. Uh, and this is when you got up to her? Yeah, we, we okay. saw her. And Did you approach with caution? We didn't talk. We didn't talk to her. We just start, we just went, we were like, "Hey, both Caitlin and I both grabbed the back of her car and started pushing," and spinning. She's yelling. We're pushing hard, and all of a sudden, her car gets traction and drives off. And then she drove up somewhere, and away she went. But we know we never talked to her. We just jumped on back. You know, we don't we don't need to be talking right, to folks. Right. A hero doesn't do it to <laughs> the accolades. Yeah. Then he just talks about it on the radio multiple times. <laughs> I mean, if somebody wants to give me a key to the city, I wouldn't Superman say no. Superman doesn't talk about it on the radio. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. New Hampshire police got a call that there was a dog on the highway right by the New Hampshire-Vermont state line. So they respond, and as they would approach the dog, the dog would be like, woof, 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 and start running away. They're like, okay, so they start following the dog, and they would get closer, and the dog would run away. And the dog led them to where there was some damage in the guardrail because it was in a car that was in a car wreck, and two people had been ejected from the vehicle. The dog was not hurt, but went out there, got authorities, and said, Hey, Lassie, I am inspired by you. Ruff, ruff. Save the two people's lives. Oh, my goodness. Wait, hey, Lassie, I'm inspired by you. Wait, what? Because yeah, Lassie, the dog, you know, you should go. Get, the dog said, Hey, Lassie, thanks for the inspiration. He, the dog said, Lunchbox is saying the dog said that. <laughs> he's saying that the dog watched the movie Lassie and got the inspiration mm-hmm. to save. So he's saying the dog found an old VHS and somehow put it in a VCR. <laughs> or Disney Plus, probably. Is, yeah. that, is that on Disney? Is that on? That's a Disney movie. Okay, so he's saying the dog found the, the Apple control, <laughs> hit the menu button to get back, to load it up on Disney, watched it. Is, is this all accurate? Yes, this is all accurate. Okay. What's crazy <laughs> is the, hey, the two people in the vehicle had been ejected from the vehicle, couldn't get up, and it was cold temperatures. They would have had hypothermia. They would have died if they were there overnight. <laughs> but not be. Tinsley was like, no, I won't let it happen. Ruff, 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 come here. Ruff, ruff. That Boom, is crazy that a dog would do that, though. Yeah. Like, all yeah. joking aside, and he makes up stuff in stories sometimes and does noises. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty cool that dog would do that. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up in a minute, we'll open the mailbag. There's a story about someone, and they have a house they like. They've already put their earnest money down. But as they were there looking at the house during inspection, something crazy happened at the neighbor's house. And so now they're like, what do we do? So five minutes or so, we'll get into that in the mailbag. I do want to play a couple of voicemails. Uh, here is voicemail number one. Morning, studio. I have a morning corny for Amy. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? You look for the fresh prints. <laughs> Y'all have a great day. 
Get it, prints like footprints. Yes. Yeah, That's yeah, very yeah. good. <laughs> By the way, you can leave us a voicemail anytime, even when we're not on the air. 877-77-BOBBY. Here's voicemail number two. I have a morning coin for Emmy. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's really heavy and one's a little lighter. You get it? Yeah. A zippo lighter. Yeah, a hippo and a zippo. Yeah. One's heavy. Okay, huh. All right. A lot of pressure on you today. I know. Because yesterday, some people <laughs> felt like your joke wasn't quite up to snuff. Some people, yeah. like everybody. Uh, me and not me. You know, I'm always on your team. All right, here we go. Morning corny time. The morning corny. Why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? Why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? Because it didn't have an arrow. <laughs> That's pretty good. It didn't yeah. have an arrow. Have an arrow. Have an arrow. Yeah, all right. Okay. Thanks, Amy. The morning corny. Guess who's back? Back again. Coming Amy's in. back. Hot. Tell your friends. Let's bring on Tracy in Tampa, who's listening right now. Uh, we're going to play Who Wants to Be a Hundred Air? Your chance to win $100. We play this every couple of weeks, but man, when we do, people love this game. So let's give it a run. Uh, we have a caller on the line. It's Tracy in Tampa. Now, Tracy, you can pick anybody on the show that you want to partner with. And the farther you go, the more money you make. Maxing out at, say it with me, $100. Now act like it's a bigger deal than it is. Ooh. Ooh. $100. Wow. Uh, okay. Which it is a big deal, but some shows give away a million. They do? Not us. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to do either my own money or ask one of our clients, one of our sponsors, to give us a card. Uh, Tracy, are you ready to play the game? I'm very ready. You can pick to play with very you. Ready. Eddie, Amy... Lunchbox or Raimundo? Um, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to have to go with Baloney Boy. Baloney Boy. Uh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 the $1 question. What color is Kermit T. Frog? What color is Kermit T. Frog? Hi-ho, Kermit T. Frog here. Hi, Tracy. It's Baloney Boy. Do you know the answer, Tracy? Kermit the Frog. Oh, yeah, I think so. All right, let it I'm, rip. I'm green. Final answer? Final answer. All right, there you go. $1. That's correct. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, that just, it yeah. just took way too long. It did. <laughs> All right, $5 question. What material is most attracted to a magnet? I mean, metal, right? Yes. Good. Final answer. <laughs> Got to say it, Tracy. Go for it. <laughs> she said, go for it. Yes, good. Final answer. Okay, but you still haven't said metals. <laughs> We're going to go with metals. That's our final answer. That's correct. Okay, good. We're <laughs> struggling here. Yeah, it's tough. It all started with baloney boy, it's all right? A, it's Just a so bumpy you know. road. We're, we're driving on a bumpy road. All right, Tracy. Romeo and Juliet, Hamlet and Macbeth are written by who? Let me say it again. Shakespeare. William Shakespeare, final answer. Okay, well, now she jumps Lock out. It Lock it in. Final answer. That's correct. Good job. Would you like to continue for $25, Tracy? Yeah. An album must sell how many copies to go platinum? Woo! This Tra is tough, Tracy. Tracy, an album must sell how many copies to go platinum? 
um, oh God, platinum's higher than gold, and I think I don't know a million. Yeah, that was my guess too, Tracy. I don't really know. I'm not 100% for sure, but I would go a million just because I've never heard of a thousand copies or a billion copies. <laughs> so let's just go a million. Yeah. Okay. One million. Final answer. One million is correct. Yeah. Right. You won, you've won $25. Do you want to continue with the $50 question, but you can lose all the money if you miss it? That's okay. Came with nothing. I'll go home with nothing if I have to. All right. Go. Go, go, go. <laughs> go, Bo. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes, Let's go. All right. Which athlete <laughs> has made the most appearances on a box of Wheaties with 18 appearances? Tracy, I think it's Michael Jordan. Just because he's been on Wheaties boxes my whole life, basically. Yeah. True. Has Tom Brady been on them now? Not that I know of. I mean, I haven't eaten Wheaties in a long time, but when I was a kid, Michael Jordan was on every box. I know, but when I was a kid, Bruce Jenner was on every box. <laughs> so you think it's Bruce Jenner? Oh, my. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to. I have no idea. So go for it. Michael Jordan. Hey, she, she still has a lifeline, right? Yeah, she got a couple lifelines here. She can ask somebody else in the studio. She can do a coin flip. Or she can uh, trust you to make a trash can basket. Stuff, Tracy. Look, since we're at the fifty dollars, fifty dollars question, I-, I would use a lifeline just to be sure. I say Michael Jordan, but just to be sure, I would do that. Okay. So, who can I ask for my choices? Amy. Is Mike D one of the choices? Sure. Yeah, if you oh, no, Mike no, D made the questions. <laughs> yeah. If Amy, Raymundo, or Lunchbox. Ah. Um. You know what? Lunchbox. All right. Good at that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Lunchbox. Who, I think he, yeah. Who's the athlete, Lunchbox, that made the most appearances on a box of Wheaties? I mean, I've never, I've had Wheaties once in my life, oh, and boy. the only person that I've, <laughs> it, it was Michael Jordan, so I would go with Michael Jordan because I don't know any other athletes that have been on Wheaties. All right, Tracy, your lifeline says. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Nope. That's good. Michael Jordan, finally up there. Let's go. The answer is. Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you have $50. Do you want to try for the $75 question? Absolutely. Who won their first Academy Award for Best Actor in 1993 for their role in the movie Philadelphia? Yeah, Tracy, I don't know if this is a trick question. I don't know. I think Denzel Washington maybe was the other actor in there. But no, 93, that was Tom Hanks's generate. Like, 93 was that time when Tom Hanks was dominating, so I would go Tom Hanks, 100%. But I, but I think it is a trick question, because I think, I think I've heard this before, but don't know what my other option would be, so Tom Hanks, final answer, lock it in. Come on. The actor who won their first Academy Award for Best Actor in 1993 for the role in Philadelphia is... Tom Hanks. Yeah! Woo! Here we go, Tracy. It's na- it. Okay. Right, did she go underwater? Okay. Right. <laughs> it's now time for the one hundred dollar question. Oh boy, Tracy, do you want to go for it or keep the seventy five bucks? Go for it, Bones. Let's hear it. The Starry Night is a famous painting by what artist? Holy! I'm going to give you guys ten no, seconds so we don't Google. 
Okay. The Starry Night is a famous oh painting God. by what artist? Okay, I, I, for sure, for sure, 100%, I'm going to go Van Gogh. Van Gogh, Tracy, I, I'm pretty sure that I know it. You just said for sure, then you well, said Well, pretty because sure. I'm just going back and forth in my head. No, I think you're right. My daughter actually just painted the Starry Night with pumpkins for Halloween. It was like the spooky night or something. <laughs> and I, I love think- Tracy. <laughs> People do. She copied it from somewhere. She it wasn't original, but yeah, it's pumpkins. And I think you're right. I would think you're right. So, Dan, go. Final answer. Spooky night. Let's go. Well, come on, Bones. <laughs> the person who painted Spooky Night was Tracy's daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the person who painted Starry Night, Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, Tracy. We won. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tracy. Uh, you won $100. Prizes courtesy of our friends at the Op Games who make wonderful games like Q's and Q's. Do they make this one too? And they don't make this no. one, thank goodness. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, Tracy, congratulations. You won 100 bucks. Hang on the line, okay? Thank you. And can I say happy birthday to my daughter who painted Spooky Night tomorrow is birthday. Don't forget. And guess what she's getting? She's getting 100 bucks for her birthday. Nice. Okay, wait, say her name again. How old is she? Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca. She is turning 24, and she's $100 richer because I'm a good mom. Okay, there you have it. All right, Tracy, hold on on the line for a second. I thought she was going to be 12, guys. I'll be honest with you. I know, I did too. I was waiting for a kid to paint that for like sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier this hour in the mailbag, we had an email where she said, hey, we have this house, and we're about to move in. We put down the earnest money. But we went for the inspection, and next door, 12 cops rolled up. And there was some drama next door. Do we not buy the house? And I was like, buy the house. I mean, a little more due diligence into the neighborhood. And if you do that, good. But if it's like a random thing at a house, I don't think you should not move. With that being said, Colin is on in Denver. Hey, Colin, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, So... Me and my wife, we we just did our final inspection on our brand new bill. And as we go to look at it over the weekend, uh, before they turn over the keys, we walk into the home and upon walking in, there are mud prints going all the way up the stairs and then giant mud stain leading into the furnace at the top of the stairs. So it looks like this person who is working on our furnace deliberately walked into our house with muddy boots and didn't even try to clean it up. Or maybe they're just someone who's working on the furnace who doesn't give a crap about anything other than fixing the furnace and didn't clean on the way out. I mean, I don't know that the furnace guy is, you know, wanting the whole house not to sell. But it just sounds like somebody going to fix something who, who didn't give any craps about, you know, what, what else happened to the house. Like, did you still buy it? Are you still good? Well, we're going to, uh, you know, we've already put down our earnest money. So that's, you know, we're, we're definitely buying the house. But we're trying to decide if we're going to take care of the situation in a more PC term or if we're going to go my route and kind of crack some skulls. 
Oh, he's gonna burn. Um, the, he's gonna burn the house I down. I, if it's just mud prints, it's probably just a bad decision by somebody that was working in the house. What if they didn't know they had mud? I mean, I guess they could eventually see the mud, and maybe they did the mud, and they were like, "Oh shoot!" And then they get embarrassed. They, they maybe now they'll invest in those little covers they can put on their shoes that some workers wear if they come into your home. But I don't think this is um, head skull crackable. <laughs> I think you could say something, but I don't, yeah, I don't think it's time to crack skulls for this. If it happened again, or if it was something a little more substantial, I would understand. But mud, although the guy sounds like he has giant feet. Yeah, Yeah, huge. And then you have to keep in mind, like, the safety of your family. I feel like if you crack skulls over this, they know where you live, and, like, it could start a war. (laughs) A war? Man, all this escalated quickly. (laughs) All right, Colin, appreciate that call, man. Good luck with that. Thank you. Keep right, it see, PC. See you, buddy. Yeah, yeah PC. <laughs> hey, so we talked to Maren Morris on the show on Friday. She has a new song out called Circles Around This Town, or, or Circle Around This Town. Is it Circle or Circles? Circles, right? Circles. Circles. Okay. Here is a clip of that song. So we talked to her about the song, and she's like, hey, it's basically my story. You know, it's a, a very biographical song. So, Amy, what song, you didn't write it, but what song defines you? Well, what, what's your close to biography song that you could have? Well, I went with my biography of something I'm feeling at the moment that I haven't really shared. Uh-oh. <laughs> but this is what kept coming to me, so I said, okay, well, I'm just going to submit this as my clip. So, Go ahead. hit it. What is it? Oh, dear God. <laughs> what on earth? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop you, playing shut it. Shut it down. <laughs> Wait, you want another kid? That's Ace of Base, all that she well, wants. Yeah, yeah, we know. Like, skip ahead. <laughs> and I don't know what is happening, but I have two adopted children. We adopted them at 7 and 10, and I always wanted a baby, but never had a baby. My kids would like a baby. I, I hold my cat like a baby. A lot. Like every day. I bounce it and I cook with it while I'm bouncing it. So I don't know if it's that I want that, that the job of nurturing a little baby in my arms or another cat, maybe. We could change that song really easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that she wants is another kitty cat. No. It's so much easier for everybody here. If what? If you get a kitty cat, not a baby. Oh. I think My prediction is if you get a baby, you leave the show. Yeah. That would be my prediction. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That would be my prediction. Right, but so something in me is yearning for something mm-hmm. like that. So. Have you thought about getting an Oculus too? Nice. You could probably get like a virtual baby. like in, in- yeah. yeah, we have Same that. Thing. Can you yeah. do that? Yeah, sure. You get a Tamagotchi. Make sure that thing stays alive. No. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but in the virtual reality goggles, can you be a mom to a baby? Sure, sure. You can do whatever you want. You can be a mom. You can be a baby. Oh, I mean. <laughs> That place is, uh, I had to turn those comments or the communicating with others off. Like, I don't know where these people came from trying to talk to me mm-hmm. on VR. Mm-hmm. It's like video games. Yeah. It's, but, it's the uh, internet, Amy. That's where they came from. <laughs> the internet. I don't like it. I can't believe it. Ray, play our song again. Wow, breaking news. Amy wants a baby. Okay. What if we had a listener that would just loan you one for a while? <laughs> like I, they're I'm going sure on a vacation. People, yes. They just. Yeah. Ship it over. I'm sure I have friends that are like, okay, yeah, just for the weekend. <laughs> or we could get you one of those they have in home ec where you have to keep it alive. Nice. Yes, those are great. And, you know, you got to make sure when it cries, you wake up with it. Oh. Yeah, you got to yeah. feed it. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's breaking news. And like- I'm, I'm, it startles me a little. What about oh. the fish? That didn't do it. 
Is the fish even alive? Yeah. <laughs> Be honest. Is the fish oh alive? Is gosh. the fish alive? Amy. Oh my god. Okay, hold on, hold on. Don't Amy? hold that thought. We're gonna come back to that. Stop. We're gonna come back oh. to that. Okay. Oh my goodness. Ray, did you? <laughs> what? I just I think she's say... giggling without an answer. Yeah. Okay. I coming up in the news in 20 minutes, we're gonna find out if Amy's fish has died. Okay. A lot of breaking news Because if the here. fish dies and she wants a baby, no baby for you. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta work our way up. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's my song. And what's funny about this song, and we'll play the hook first. Here is my here is my biography of how I have felt my whole life. Here we go. I'm gonna be somebody. Travis Tritt, I'm gonna be somebody. The great part about this too. Here you go, turn it up. I'm covered in chains right now. I'm trying to break them every day. But listen to who he sings about in the song and tell me this song wasn't meant for me. Bobby played his guitar. Bobby, yeah. Oh. I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's so, insert guitar though. Bobby tells his jokes. Bobby sure. talks into a microphone. All right, play it again. He had dedication. Start it over again because I want people to feel it here. <laughs> the Bobby part? Yeah, yeah. Bobby, Bobby just talks into a microphone <laughs> on the wrong side of town. <laughs> Bobby played his guitar oh, yeah. on, on the, the hardest side of, of town. town. Where it's hard for a poor boy to find the money. Come on. That's you. That's it. He, he had, had dedication. dedication. He had the heart and soul. Somehow he knew he was, was supposed to tell jokes. <laughs> Everybody. That would be mine. I'm going to be somebody. And Amy wants a baby. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to break these chains. But she might have killed the fish. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to be that's a mashup of both of our lives. You can bet your hard-earned dollar I will. Wait, so you still feel shackled? Every day of my life. Why is that? But, I, it's, it's, it will never leave me. Really? Well, yeah, yeah but course. you started back at therapy, right? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you'll get I'm not. Ang- I'm that. not as angry about it. Yeah. I'm not even that angry about it, but I still feel that way. You don't, you're not born away and spend... Oh, I know. ...the... Biggest years of your life up until like twenty five, and be like, you know what, I'm fixed. Yeah, no, but, I know, but I'm, I'm good. But hey, hey, I'm good. I'm itching. Hey, I'm good, man. <laughs> hey, don't worry about me, man. Uh, we're never good, but yeah. Uh, well, we're about seventeen minutes away. We need to find out about because this fish. we've got to do. Tell me something good in a second. All about good news. But then, did Amy's fish die? Oh my goodness! But all I know is she stuttered, stammered, giggled. Mm-hmm. Showing a little bit of embarrassment. Okay, but also, y'all are comparing a fish to a baby. If and you Eddie, can't keep a fish Eddie alive, made, you can't keep a baby alive. No, no, no. made me laugh because he was like, if she can't keep a fish alive, she can't leave a baby alive, or whatever he said. 17 minutes away from is the fish alive. They're oh very different. Exactly. Really? If a fish you can't a keep a baby a fish alive, <laughs> yeah. no chance with a baby. All right. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A family in Maryland wants to publicly thank a stranger for going above and beyond just in time to bring a happy new year. Laurie Degnan's son, Jake, realized on Friday he lost his wallet. And to make things worse, it snowed a couple inches overnight, which obviously it's going to be hard to find a wallet if it's on the ground in the snow. So they went back to where they could remember him having it. He bought a snack at this place. They wanted to find it because it was full of Christmas money, college money, and of course his school ID license, debit, and credit cards. But they looked and could not find it anywhere. So they were up and they were like, all right, dude, you got to go back to school. They started cleaning up the house to send him back and the doorbell rang at eight o'clock in the morning. And so this is from her. Much to my surprise, a wonderful man by the name of Juan was standing there asking if Jake lived here. 
I started to cry right away and asked if he found his wallet by any chance. Juan had been up early going to work when he found Jake's wallet in the parking lot of a store where he had bought the snack and drove all the way to the house to return it. Everything was intact. All the cash was there. Quote, what a great human. You know what? He, if it, he could have stolen a bunch of stuff and been like, no, yeah. I found this. Yeah. But he didn't. He took it back and he didn't steal anything. That's a good dude, Juan. I remember once, a bachelor party we were trying to leave. We got a house in Fayetteville, Arkansas. <laughs> you remember once. Yeah, once. This is a long time ago, like eight months ago. <laughs> we were trying to leave. We had a flight to catch. And Eddie's like, I don't have my wallet. And Eddie had been out on Dixon Street all night the night before. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't have my wallet. We're like, what do you mean? He goes, I, got, I left it downtown on Dixon Street. It's not It's not in here, so it's got to be somewhere well, out we there. We called the Uber driver at like yeah. six in the morning a hundred times. No answer. No answer. And so they they dispersed and went all down Dixon Street in the morning. And Eddie's like, there's a park bench. I was. I remember sitting over there, walked over, sitting on the park bench still. Crazy. Untouched wallet. the way I left it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Not a single person grabbed it. I mean, That's all awesome. night. I mean, there's nobody to like say thank you to. No. I'm assuming a lot of people walked by it, by it and made a good decision and be like, oh, that's somebody's. We'll leave it there for the morning. You got to put an air tag in it. Right. <laughs> I know. I, I know did. it. Mine has air tag in it. And every time I pick it up, it goes just to let me know there's yeah. an air tag chasing me. I need yeah. to do that. Uh, it's a great story, Juan. You're the man. All right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. First, let's check in with Amy because a while ago, she got a fish. We debated on when that fish would die. It was a beta fish, mm-hmm. and they live a long... You'd have to, like, really kill them. You have to, like, hold it and stab it with a knife <laughs> to kill it. It's a tough fish to kill. I mean, I guess. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, my gosh, mine died within a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. You alluded earlier to the fact that you want a baby, mm-hmm. which we were shocked by. And then we said, is the fish even alive? And you started stammering, like... Duh, 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 duh. No, because I was shocked that we were comparing a baby to a fish. Well, no, very we said different. if you can't keep a fish alive, you can't keep a baby alive. We weren't right, caring. but it's right. still very different. Even if I were to have been a fish killer, <laughs> I, I could keep a baby alive. You don't want that. I don't title. know that I would graduate no, quickly a to a fish, baby. No, 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 no. They can. If you put too much food in there, they can overeat and they explode or something. Same thing with babies. No. <laughs> they can overeat and explode. Okay. Okay, Amy, is your fish alive? To be honest. Yeah. I, t- I think so. <laughs> what do you mean? No one's checked on it in a while, huh? No. It's, she's it's, just now remembering she's got to feed it. <laughs> oh, no. no. My daughter cares for it. It's in her room. And I know it's alive when the fish light is on. The thing is, she had the fish light off last night. And then the fish light off this morning because I go in and before I leave, like I make sure everything's good, but I don't, she doesn't like to turn the lights on. So I'm like, okay, good morning, bye. And so, don't know. But yes, the last time I checked, the fish was alive, but I don't know the last time I actually saw it. Can you text your daughter <laughs> and say, hey, yes. how's the fish doing today? And okay. that's all. Don't say, is it alive? Just say, hey, how's the fish doing today? The fish, it's a beta fish. Did you name it, by the way? Victor. She did. It's her fish. Did it's, you guys know the alphabet, right? It, the, the alphabet in general. You know, yeah. A, B, the, old, the old classic alphabet. <laughs> a, B, C, D, it's yeah. named alphabet, alpha, beta, alphabet. Wow. A, B, no. No, I didn't know that. Little fun fact. I didn't either. Wow. Well, when did you find that out? Like know. yesterday? I don't know. I was reading something. <laughs> and it was like alpha, beta. And I was like, alpha, beta, A, B, alphabet. Oh! Interesting. Yeah. Do you know every letter the correct thing? I know for that? alpha. Mm-hmm. Beta, Kappa. Cougar, John 316. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know. When I, I texted her. We'll see. I mean, she's at school. She's not supposed to have her phone. 
Yeah, but she's trying to study. The word alphabet comes from the first two letters of the Greek alphabet, alpha and beta. It was first used. And that, my mind was blown. And I'm not too good to say that, that I only recently learned that too. All right, let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Amy, pick the Super Bowl champion right now. What are my choices? Well, Come on. there are 14 teams that, that you could bet on. And I'm actually going to be your bookie. I use DraftKings. <laughs> and I would encourage you to use DraftKings, but you keep getting on and then going, I don't know what to do. So... You can make a $10 bet on any of these teams. I'm going to need the $10, but I can tell you what you'll win if the team wins. Okay. If the Steelers, if you bet $10 and the Steelers win the Super Bowl, you win $670. Wow. That means they're not really favored. Because they're the least favored team. So do you have any idea of what team you would like to see win the Super Bowl? I don't care either way, but I mean, I'm from Texas, so are the Cowboys in the mix? Yeah. Yes. If you bet $10 with me and the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, you will win $130. Let's okay. go, Amy! Do they actually have a little bit of a shot this year? Yeah. Okay. They do. Um, Tom Brady. Now, uh, just being Tampa Bay. Just being honest, Buccaneers. In, in week two of the season, I did bet the Bucks to win the Super Bowl again. Okay. Um, if you bet them right now for $10, you win $85. Right. So they're like a, that's an easy pick. No, it's not easy. And they're the fourth, you know, best odd team. Mm-hmm. Who are you going with? Out of all the, like, I don't. I, I Packers, can't. Chiefs, Bills, Buccaneers, Titans, Ooh, Rams. Are the Broncos in it? No. I like Colorado. No, no. <laughs> the Broncos are not in it. No. They just. Uh, Did the Mannings coach. still play? The Mannings. No. Uh, Arch <laughs> does. He's an 11th grader in high school, I think. <laughs> yeah. The one. I know that the older Eli one's Peyton, out. No, they don't play. So, okay. Dang. The nephew. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll go with um, Cowboys. Let's go. Okay, Cowboys. If you give me ten dollars, okay, I will. If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, I will give you one hundred and thirty dollars back. Woo! But if they don't, I'm keeping the ten dollars. Okay. Congratulations, Amy. You've won one hundred and thirty dollars. How much cash do you keep? I have today. I have ten dollars. Nice. Do you want to bet it? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You guys are watching it here. Wait, yes. This is all for fun. Yeah, of course. Of course. Wait, yeah. but which one was the one where I have a shot at winning um, $600? The Steelers. The Steelers. If you want to bet $10 more on the Steelers, you can. Oh, I can't change my bet? Oh, you can if you want. Um, but I'm telling you, they probably ain't going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, I'll go with the Cowboys. Okay, here it is. I have $10 here yes. on the Cowboys. Okay, well, good luck, Amy. Uh, the top teams, the Packers are your favorite, the Chiefs second, the Bills, the Buccaneers, and the Titans are your top five teams. Oh, the Titans are in it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, the New York Yankees are making history. They have hired a female manager at one of their minor league teams. First time they've ever hired a woman to be a manager inside their their, their system, any major league team. So that's, that's pretty cool. cool. What happened to your headphones? My whole box down here is yeah. not well, working. Well, take your headphones out just so you can hear me then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, really, still I, really I, I really need your feedback here. Well, I know, but okay. Uh, the Yankees are making history. They're now making even more history after hiring Rachel Balkovets as one of the managers in their minor league system. That's cool. She is the first female to manage an affiliated ma- uh, minor league team in baseball history. Pretty cool, huh? Love that. I mean, females used to play baseball when they needed them. That's true. You saw League of Their Own, obviously. <laughs> but Tom Hanks. Good That's movie. true. Uh, Betty White had a stroke six days before her passing. This comes out in the news now. Betty White died from a stroke, a stroke she suffered nearly a week before she passed. Mm. Betty's cause of death is listed as cerebrovascular accident, according to her death certificate, which is a loss of blood flow to part of the brain. And then she had uh, brain tissue damage. Rest in peace, Betty White. I was looking yesterday. They've done, like, the early autopsy on Bob Saget. And again, 
They're like, we don't know what happened. There was no drug use. The only thing they found in his room were things like antihistamine. Mm. They're like, there was nothing that screams foul play or any drug use right now. Mm. He was 65, and 65 is not an age where you expect people to die. No. But it's also not 40, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm starting to feel things, and I'm 41. So I can't imagine. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't imagine. I don't know what happened to him. But rest in peace, Bob Saget. The Georgia Bulldogs beat the Alabama Crimson Tide last night. Uh, big interception to kind of close the game out. Here's the clip of the final call. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. National champions at long last. First national championship since 1980. Wow. The year before you were born. Yep. I'm so tired of Georgia people, though. And I know there are a lot of them are listening right now. <laughs> Why? You, you can have your Atlanta Braves or you can have your Georgia Bulldogs. Stop. You don't get both. Well, but you, they but both they won this I know, but yeah. you know what? You know what it's like to be an Arkansas fan? We don't ever get anything. Yeah. It's so annoying. You deserve it. Congratulations. You do deserve it. It's awesome and good for you, but you shouldn't get two. Pass it around. They have to live with the Falcons, and they're not very good. So They will that. be. Don't worry. <laughs> what sport is that? It's football. Football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or the, I mean, the Hawks kind of suck. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, all right. And today, speaking of Arkansas, Mike D. passed this to me. It's National Arkansas Day. So are we Nobody cares some- at all. <laughs> hey, Bones, there's that. So yeah. are we going to get some Arkansas fun facts? Uh, Billy Bob, top five most famous people. Okay. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, number five. Scotty Pippen, number four. Oh, cool. Glenn Campbell, number three. Nice. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Bill Clinton, number two, and Johnny Cash, number one. I fell into a burning ring of fire. Wow. I went Johnny Cash beats out a president? And the flames went Are those yeah. in order? Of, like, popularity? I didn't make the list. I know. I don't know why it was picked that way. Hey, Bones, at some point, you can probably take that Billy Bob Thornton spot, right? Like, at some point. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? I hope so. Uh-huh. Mustard. <laughs> For those that don't know, that's Sling Blade. Yeah. That was an excellent impression of Billy Bob Thornton. I don't know. Like, Billy Bob Thornton's also in 1883 a little bit with Tim McGraw, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he is. Him okay. and I are jockeying for it okay, right maybe now. not then. He probably moved back up in the power <laughs> rankings. Um, Al Green also makes the notable oh, wow. list. Mike, where was this list? Biography.com. But really? Come on. Yeah, Al Green. And guess who came in at number seven? Let's me. But really? I got to jump seven? Al Green, though, before I jump. Yeah, that's tough. The, what? Wow. That's good. There's <laughs> got to be more people from Arkansas. No, I think it ends with me. <laughs> and, and at seven. Is that it, Ray? Okay. Uh, that's the news. Thank you. <laughs> Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Okay. This is Alyssa in Louisiana who is on the phone right now. Alyssa, thank you for calling the show. What would you like to say? Good morning, studio. Morning. Um, I was just calling because we, me and my son listened to you the other day on the uh, way to his uh, school in the car line. And he's always asking if we can call you guys. And we just heard that Amy's... Uh, daughter's fish, his name is Victor, and my son's name is Victor, and he just got super excited. So we thought we'd take a shot and call in and see if we can get you guys on the phone. So well, we're super excited. I'm glad that your son, Victor, is alive and thriving, having a great day at school. <laughs> Amy's fish, TBD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me see if my daughter texted me back. Thank you, Alyssa. I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you so much. All right, got to give credit to Amy. She found this article. It's how to save $1,000 fast. 
Well, and I got to give credit to Rachel Cruz because she's the one that posted it. And there's like 20 things on there. So you can go to her Instagram if you want to see the full list. But there were some on there where I was like, oh, I think I'm going to implement some of these changes. And we were talking about saving money or getting out of debt because Eddie... In over two years' time, maybe three years, got himself out of twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of debt. Major debt, yes. By just shutting everything down. Yeah, just cutting corners, man. I mean, you don't realize how much money you spent on just certain things. So when you cut that out, you're like, wow, I saved a lot. All right, what's on the list? Okay, so buying energy efficient light bulbs. What does that save a nickel? Well, over time, <laughs> right. I think it adds up. But that's not fast. Uh, Okay, like well, the there's, I told one. you there's a list of 20. Okay, give that, that ain't first. fast. You're okay. buying, okay. Well, but ahead of that would be like cutting out non-essentials, making a budget. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You should read me the bold ones. Okay. Brew your own coffee. That's huge. Well, I guess if you go to Starbucks a lot, is that what that's Yes, because like instantly or wherever you're buying coffee out, like if you just start making it maybe even the night before and have your pot of coffee and you're good to go. I feel like I'm pretty lucky that I don't like coffee, so yeah. I don't blow a lot of money at Starbucks. What about your wife? Because my wife goes every day. Um, she doesn't as much anymore, okay. and she makes her own coffee sometimes. So that's good. Yeah, but when we travel, if we're road tripping, we'll stop at Starbucks. Mm. I just hate the taste of coffee. And I'll, if I'm hurting, I'll have a, an espresso shot and a tea, or I'll have just take an espresso right down the gullet sometimes. Oh, it's just the worst taste. How people can enjoy that taste, <laughs> it is this, to me, it is a bad taste. But some people don't like mustard, and that's crazy to me because Ooh. mustard mm, is like yeah, it. so good. It's fine. All right, what else? Um, implement a 24-hour rule before any big purchase. What's that mean? Well, so if you're looking to buy something, a big could be relative to you, but whatever the expense is, don't do it right away. Like, sit on it for 24 hours and make sure this is something you truly need. Like, if you really wanted to get energy-efficient light bulbs, <laughs> that's sit not on a big it. Purchase. You're like, I don't know. Let's come back tomorrow. All right, what else? When you're eating out at restaurants, order water. Like, that's it. You never order tea or drinks or anything. Like, for the whole table, your family, order water only. Only let them have water? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it adds up. For sure. But don't tell them until until they order. <laughs> no! <laughs> we'll only have waters. All right, what else? I guess some We gro- mostly just drink water anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. Well, some people drink, and, or maybe they get an alcoholic oh, beverage. Really and then, like, to, yeah. if you were to make a glass of wine or a drink at home, you're paying, like, way more out at a restaurant. Um, like some grocery stores offer gift cards like Kroger, and then you can use the points that you get for gas if that grocery store has a gas station. So just implementing that into your life. Selling kids clothes at consignment stores, which that's something as a parent. Yeah, your kids grow out of clothes, and then you just donate them, which is obviously a good option. But if you're looking to get some income, there's kids' consignment stores, and you can drop it off, and then you get a call one day like, hey, you have a check to pick up. Oh, that's how it works? Yeah. Like, you drop it off, they sell it, they take a cut, and then they call you and say, hey, you got $50 to come by and pick up because we sold all this stuff. I just always assumed it was like a pawn shop, which in my day, a lot of stuff was getting pawned. And it's like, hey, I'll give you five bucks for that. You're like, five bucks? This is every Hootie and the Blowfish CD that's ever existed. (laughs) Why can't I get a little more? Uh, but they only pay you if they sell it. Yeah, and they have adult consignment stores too. And then I guess after a certain amount of time, then they'll just end up donating it for you. So at least it's out of your house and off your hands, but it's sitting in a store. And yeah, if they sell it, you get a cut. Okay. Um, Stick to your grocery list, which that's huge. And for me, I need to start just even making a grocery list because I kind of just go in and I'm like, Oh. oh yeah. Supermarket sweep? Oh, yeah, this. Oh, yeah, this. So, like, make a list and stick to it. Don't let yourself deviate. And then go through subscriptions that you have and cancel anything that you are not using, which I feel like that's another big one. Because so many times we sign up for things and then don't use it. 
I signed up for one of those plans. They say every month they send you a new uh, energy efficient light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hater. And they, a new one comes every month, but I got to get out of that. That program has gotten me in a lot of trouble. It's not working. Also, no. another thing that adds up, especially for girls, is sometimes like nails, hair, and then for men maybe, and I'm, I guess I'm stereotyping here, but the lawn work, you don't have to hire it out, do it yourself, and cleaning around the house. You're okay. <laughs> not going to do that? <laughs> well, Bobby, your yard is like big. Can you yeah, imagine big, Bobby big. out there mowing? No. Yes, I could have um, many years ago. Well, you were, you mowed I'm gone. I'm, yeah. go- I'm gone too much. But Dan Smyers from Dan and Shay, he's out there mowing. He I'm likes sp- it though, I right? bet the day it snowed, he's out there mowing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, thank you, Amy. Thank you, Rachel Cruz. We appreciate that. You know the Avengers? Yeah. Not personally, but you know them. Oh, yeah. You watch Hawkeye on Disney Plus? Yes, we watched it. Okay, Jeremy mm-hmm. Renner. Yeah. Hawkeye. Uh, the Hurt Locker. I mean, yeah. good actor, right? You know how old he is? No. How old? Mm, 42. That's what I thought. Uh, really? He's 51. He is? And I say to Eddie and Mike, and I said, hey, who knew he was that old? And, and Mike goes, I can see it in his eyes. He's old. And it's like, look, yeah, man, he's old. He looks 60 to me. But by no, the way. <laughs> 60? Calm down. That's no, There's no way he looks 60. By the way, 60 is not old. No, no not 60 is old yeah. compared to what we think of, a, of, of an Avenger. I couldn't believe he's 51. That guy holds youthfulness in a jar. I mean, yeah. he's the oldest Avenger, right? Then? Hmm. Mm. Uh, Robert, uh, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's uh, 91. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. Just... <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is 56. Who do you think the youngest Avenger is? The, the girl, uh, Brie Larson. Mm. Is Tom Holland an Avenger? So Spider-Man 25. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he's 25 years old. So, But yeah, uh, Jeremy Renner. Love his work. <laughs> Love his work. <laughs> I can't believe the guy's 51. Is That's Hawkeye awesome. done or is there more episodes coming? I would assume there would be a season two, but I'm not sure. Oh. But I, I really enjoyed that, that on some, Disney+. Plus. There wasn't that many episodes, though. Maybe seven. Yeah. Uh, he has another show that's out now, and it's on Paramount Plus. It's called like um, Mayor of Kingstown. Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, yeah. Is that I good? I haven't started yet, I mean, but I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes, and is the user review was like eighty six percent, but the critics was like twenty three percent. But you know who produces it? The guy that does Yellowstone, Taylor oh. Sheridan. That's where I've seen the ads, and um, Coach Taylor is in it from mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights. Anyone watch Mayor of Kingstown? I'm okay. Start. Yeah, and I'm watching the the Station Eleven, Station 11 on HBO, and it's okay. But someone's like, "Well, you should read the books then." Well, if I don't like the show, I ain't reading the book. What are you talking? <laughs> no, I'm like going even deeper into it. I may end up liking it, but it's a slow burn. I'm but, I'm in. I'm gonna I'm keeping going. Yeah, me. We'll finish it. We're mm-hmm. five episodes in. About Mayor of Kingstown. If anybody has seen that, you can uh, tweet me up. Let me know if it's good or not. <laughs> Got a couple people on the phones that want to say something. Uh, we were talking about how to save money. Rachel Cruz put out this list of how to save $1,000 fast. Pretty practical, somewhat difficult, but that's the name of the game if you want to save money. It ain't supposed to be easy. Uh, here is Kelsey in Auburn, Alabama. Kelsey, how are you? Good. How are you? Tell me what you think here. So, um, me and my husband just bought some land, and we are trying to save money for a house. So I've picked up, I've been doing meal planning instead of trying to go out to eat a lot. And so one thing I've learned is if you just go to the store and buy the meat and put it in the refrigerator instead of freezing it, then it helps you get rid of it a lot faster. Because you're on a tick, 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 tick clock. Yeah. For me, I would be like, oh, I'll get it tomorrow. And then all of a sudden it's green. And I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> eat it now. But yes, I agree. If you get the meat 
and you must eat it, you probably eat it. Were you going to say oh, something? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like, oh, wow. I never, I normally, I have it in the fridge. And then when I look at the expiration date, it's that day. That's when I throw it in the freezer. <laughs> and I'm like, throw it in the freezer. Let's you go out. You save it just in time. <laughs> yeah. Just by the nick of time. Yeah. She saved the I'm meat. I'm like the opposite of her, but that's not, if I'm trying to save money, I need a knobby. Hey, Kelsey, we appreciate that call. Have a great day. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, D in Washington, D.C. is called. And Amy mentioned earlier in the show she wants a baby. And we were like, what? And then we asked, is the fish even alive? And Amy's like, I don't know. Did your daughter text back? Let me see. I kind of hope not because she's supposed to be in school. You know what I'm saying? She, her daughter thinks it's a test. <laughs> yeah. She has her phone, but she's like, I don't think I should respond. <laughs> she hasn't replied. Nothing? Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, D, what's going on? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. morning. So I just have to come to Amy's defense, okay? Because fish and children are very different. I don't know how many fish have not survived my household, but I've successfully stayed married and to the same man for 31 years. And I've raised two children and four guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. But lost some fish. Okay. Well, that's because fish aren't a priority. And you know what? Right. All life is to me. Oh, I love that, Bones. So let's just leave it there. That's great. Uh, our only point was Amy had really made it a priority to make sure this fish lives and because is, there's money on the line. It is fine. I just think? was telling y'all I haven't seen it with my own eyes for, I don't know, 40 hours or so. That tank's probably empty <laughs> with, like, he-men in it at this point. Uh, okay, hey, thank you, D. Have a great day. He-men. Hey, have a great day. No one has those anymore. But he-men's back on Netflix. Oh, is it? He-man? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Kevin Smith, I think, I believe. Cool. Uh, okay, I do want to talk about this. I'm going to bring Abby, our phone screener, over to the microphone. Abby, you are eating dinner. Where did this happen to you? Uh, I was in a sports bar in, in Nashville. Oh, in Nashville? Uh-huh. Okay, so you're at a sports bar in Nashville. Are you by yourself? No, so I'm with a group of, like, KU fans. We were watching the games. Kentucky basketball? Kansas. Oh, Kansas. sorry. <laughs> Kentucky. Kansas, yeah. Okay, Kansas basketball. I'm telling you, the K goes right to Kentucky in my mind. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so you were watching the Kansas basketball game. Mm-hmm. You're with a bunch of girls. Yes. What happens and to you? guys. Um, so like two tables away, I saw a group sit down and they were like all in golf shirts. And it was four guys and one girl. And I could only see like one of them. And I would say he was like in his 50s. I mean, that's how I would describe him. Um, so I went to the bathroom, and then it was that guy. And he was just like, hey, are you a KU fan? And started talking. He's K- like, KU fans talk funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm good. Thank you, though. And he was like, well, my friend thinks you're cute at our table. If you want to just come say hi later. And I was like, okay. So anyway, I went back to my table, and we could see each other the whole time. So he was like, hey, come on over. The friend or the bathroom no, guy? No, that guy, the bathroom guy. Got it. Yeah, so it was always him. So I did go over because I'm just nice. I like to talk to people. I don't really care. And so we just talked, whatever. And when I went back to watch the game and he sent over a white claw to me, that guy, the bathroom guy, he's like in his 50s, okay? And yes. Does he look like Jeremy Renner? Because if so, we yeah. can probably subtract Well, Abby should clarify her age right now for people. I'm 31. Okay. Okay, go ahead. A little bit of a difference. Um, and so he kept trying to get me to come over the, like the whole time. It sounds like the bathroom guy liked you. That's what I'm saying. He said his friend, nope, the friend. There was no friend that was interested. He just said that so I would come over. Okay. And then 
he kept calling my name the whole game, and I was kind of getting annoyed because I'm like, I'm trying to watch the game. What celebrity you know? do you like most like? I need to picture oh this my guy. Gosh. I I don't I can't even describe anyone. There's a, no one I've ever seen like him. What? <laughs> no one? No. Ever? Like that <laughs> okay. is a hard game sometimes. No, it's though. not. I can describe anybody by a celebrity, even if it's not even that close. Really? Yeah. Anybody? Anybody. Hmm. Okay, okay. So so he 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 keeps <sighs> calling you over. You don't mm-hmm. go over. No, I was just kind of done. I was like, sorry, I'm trying to watch the game. And then they were starting to leave, and so I was excited. Because <laughs> so I was like, now I can, you know, focus on that. And my server came over and taps me on the back, and he's like, here, that guy over there gave me $100 to hand this to you, and it was his number. Oh, oh. I see a picture of it here now. Like that guy, the bathroom guy, paid my server. Yeah, 100 bucks. I would yes. the server probably done it for 10 or that, free, right? Good tip. Yeah. Wouldn't he do it for free? I would think so. He paid the server. How do you know it was 100 bucks? Well, the server told me. He was like, he gave me $100. And so, did you call the guy? No, I did not. No. Are we going to do it now? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm not no, calling him. No. But he's from New York. Oh. Well, well at least his, zip, his area code yeah, is. Yeah, his area code's from, yeah. Um, so you have no interest in this guy? Oh, no. No, no I never did. What's, what's up with the move, though, of like, my friend likes you and that's really weird. him? I thought that, yeah, that was very that strange. It seems like not something a 50-year-old would say, but. Yeah. Uh, so no love connection? Oh, no. But it sounds like he came, saw you pursued you like that that's happening sure they don't all have to be love connections that's true but no, that was just kind of weird i was like why wouldn't you why didn't he just come over and okay if you would have done that any chance you'd have called him no oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm just saying if you're trying to impress someone or trying to get their attention i don't think handing a hundred dollars to the server what if he would have handed yeah. you his number and a hundred dollars Oh, handed me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Now we're talking, <laughs> no, right? No, no, no. Right? I'm kidding. Okay, so you're not weird. you're not calling him. Mm-mm. But it was nope. a weird experience. Very strange. Do you think he knew you from the radio show? No. Okay, so I really you don't, don't think he's going to hear this and it's going to be Firefighter Part 2? Oh my, well, <laughs> no. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us, Abby. Mm-hmm. The trials and tribulations of single Abby. Yeah. Like this, this makes yeah. me think of one of those scenarios, Bobby, where you've said that sometimes a guy is creepy if you're not into him but that Absolutely. also can be romantic he's a good looking like, guy that's be the most romantic story ever and she's going on a date with him next right week. Yeah. Was like what if was she the was problem? attracted to yeah. him he was 50 is that the problem the problem was she wasn't attracted to him and yeah. it could was, be for his age could be for he doesn't look like a human being apparently he had three arms <laughs> i don't know what happened but he doesn't look like any human ever well okay. and it sounds like he was obnoxious was yes. he obnoxious oh yeah oh, he was yeah him calling my name across the bar the whole game i was really trying to watch the game you know, and like talk to my friends. I'm sorry I didn't work out for you, Abby. That's fine. We'll chalk this up to another loss, but there's a lot of losses before that first big win. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, thank you, Abby. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Waterbury, Connecticut. A 40-year-old man was at Walmart, and he goes to buy a gallon of milk, and it rings up 322, and he goes, 322, that's way too much. Pulled out a knife and stabbed the cashier. What whoa. is happening? I know, whoa, whoa, people whoa, whoa. just don't know how to deal with The cashier things. didn't price the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a former cashier myself. You have nothing to do with that. Zero. Yeah, she shuff- suffered a puncture wound behind her ear, but she's oh going to be okay. What the crap is happening? What's wrong with people? What's, What's wrong, wrong with people? people? Yeah, <laughs> dang. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Breaking news earlier in the show. We said, hey, what song kind of defines you right now? And Amy said, hit it and play this clip right here. (laughs) So Amy told us today she wants a baby, another baby. I mean, she has a cat, fish, a dog, two kids, and a bird possibly. 
There were, she was like right. a bird sanctuary. Well, she says she's a mom to lots of birds in the backyard. True. <laughs> yeah, I take care of them. So she, she kind of dropped that bomb on us today, but we do have a lot of callers. Uh, this is Marcy in North Dakota. Marcy, thank you for calling the show. What would you like to say to Amy right now? Hi, Amy. I just want to say that if uh, you think that you are have that little like missing piece, meaning that you need a baby, I think you should go for it. Yeah. Well, it's not that simple. It also took you six for years sure. to adopt your last kids. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. But we were doing a domestic newborn adoption, and then we pivoted to older children from Haiti. And both of my children would like a little baby sibling, they say. So I don't know how I, I don't know, because I wasn't ever able to get pregnant. So I guess I'd have to adopt. And also, I could just get a cat. I don't, I'm just Another sharing cat? with you. Oh, no. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what the feeling is. All I know is I carry my cat around like it's a baby and I feel a little bit crazy. <laughs> Maybe you need more like wheat in your diet or something. Yeah. Maybe it's something. Right. You know, more iron. There is some, uh, some void I need to fill and I know I'm not trying to just be like oh I need a baby but I feel like I want to care for something like that mm-hmm. so maybe this is need to be a baby Marcy anything else you'd like to say Marcy I think you could make that happen mm-hmm. you mean a baby <laughs> bones I, yeah mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, just caring for a baby is more than rocking it while you're I know, cooking. You know Eddie, what I mean? I know. I'm a mom of two children. No, I know, but a but baby, a baby, baby. Though. I know. I know. I know. So just remember that I part. They, <laughs> I know they cry. I know they need to be fed. I know they don't sleep. Yeah. I know. Okay. Well, I always wanted that. And maybe now, I don't know, maybe because I turn 41 soon and it's like midlife, midlife crisis. crisis. Yeah. I know that's not, I'm not being irresponsible with this statement. I'm just, you asked for a song that defines me at but some point in my life. you said it's how you're feeling. You haven't shared it with us. Then you shared it with us and we all were a little wide-eyed <laughs> at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, th- or you could wait six, seven years and your daughter could have a baby. Oh, you could be a grandma. <laughs> whoa, 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 no. whoa, whoa, That's easier. You are rushing for... <laughs> oh, so now she... No. Well, no. she's 13, she, right? Uh, she's 14. Yeah. So I mean, 20, yeah. 20, 21. Let's be real about it. Meemaw, no, be, be okay. Let's not be real about oh, it. Dang, no. you're six years from being a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> then you can really rock that baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. Let's go over and talk to da, 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 Amanda in Oklahoma. Amanda, what's going on? Hi. So I just have the perfect solution for Amy and the baby situation. Okay. So, when you're fostering kids in DHS system, you can't always take them across state lines and go out of state with them. And so, a lot of parents sometimes need what's called a respite. And sometimes it's for a weekend, sometimes for a week. Um, But I did that. But I will warn you, it makes you either really want a baby or it'll make you change your mind. Okay. So you so should I could hop offer... in the foster program like Eddie did. For the a respite, while. yeah. Yeah, I've, th- I've thought about respite care as as an option before in my life. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe that will scratch that itch. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or maybe it makes it itch even worse. Maybe. But either way, we'll know. <laughs> or maybe I keep bouncing my cat, the cat mm-hmm. while you cook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening today. Wow, what a show! <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. I'm a little shaken by it all. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show.